to explain, um, in darts, uh, in professional darts, if you haven't seen it in the UK, uh, number one, it's broad broadcast on Sky Sports, and if you're a Sky Q customer, mm -hmm. you can hit the red button for uh, for replays. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to get that one in. But they have this guy oh, who who calls out the totals. But mm -hmm. like he's he he's got us. He's like forty five, one hundred and thirty four, one eighty. <laughs> it's like the death. It's like like super kale, but like in darts. <laughs> they literally got a, an FPS announcement. They <laughs> for darts. They did, and, and and to be honest, that's the why I was watching. I was watching it because, like, the commentary was good. Like, props to the people. Like, props to like the dart announcers, right? For like being like very chill, very cool. Um, like, just like a like also just like it just seems like a party. All that all it is, if you watch like the darts, like there's just, just like there's people dressed up in like costumes and shit and just drinking their asses off. Like they're like panning through the crowd. There's like there's guys dressed up in like the T-Rex costumes and like as traffic cones and shit. And they're just mm -hmm. like having a party and drinking as these people are playing darts. <laughs> it is. There's a big party atmosphere of it. A lot more these days than there was. I mean, you'll notice when they were playing. People are chanting, having a song, oh, yeah. doing all this stuff. I don't know when this changed, but it used to be a case of people used to not be able to call out or allowed to call out while someone was taking their shot because it put them off. And somewhere mm -hmm. in the last 10, 15 years, that has changed. So now you can hear them singing along in the background while they're chucking the tungstens. It's great. And the in the be and I think the best part is, at least like I said, I've only watched the one match. Um, mm -hmm. but it was like there was equal support for both throwers, darters. Oh, absolutely. And it's like, yeah. you're sitting there going like, I like this. Like, people are just there just to enjoy the sport. It isn't like, oh, you're a Max Verstappen fan. Oh, look at you. Oh, you like Lewis, the cheater. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a great atmosphere. It feels like football without the hooliganism. Yeah, it feels yeah. exactly. It feels like it feels like it gets up to like the level of like football party atmosphere, but like yeah. nobody's fighting, nobody's shanking each other in the parking lot afterwards. Like, the, like it's, that's that's what it feels like. It just seems like, and also, I mean, like let's be honest, it's it looks like it's in like a casino hall, and it's just like pick rows of picnic tables with be, with just people drinking. That's all it is. It's like a dirt area on a dais and then just like a huge ass fucking hall with like people drinking like all day. And I'm just like sitting going like where where you would normally start is pub games, pub leagues, and then you go up to the little the, the sort of my the amateur stuff, and then you would progress through the amateurs up to the professional ranks. So you're saying there's a there's a dart there's a dart pyramid? There's a period. There's there's like, there's there's the non dart league, and then there's the yeah. semi pro league, and then there's the profession. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. There used to be two sort of organizations that ran the darts until last year. And when then they merged them, right? Ideally, bust. Um, I don't know whether they've been merged. I know they were helped a little bit because the thing I'm watching at the moment called the Grand Slammer Darts, when it first started, used to be the two organizations working together for a tournament. Uh, one was called the BDO. 
which was more based on more amateur players just coming up into it. Um, and sort of the PDC, which broke away from the BDO in the like, early 90s, was the one where all the stars went that, of that era. And you see some of the players now. One, one called Gerwin Price is a Welshman who was a, who was a rugby player throwing them. So, I mean, the best way to describe looking at him is, you know, Ken Shamrock. Oh, no, I, I, I watch professional rugby. I know what rugby players look like. Yeah, uh, but this guy looks like a cross between... All shoulders, um, no neck. Ken Shamrock. Yeah, Ken Shamrock and Brock Lesnar. It's like... But he can... The way he throws them, the accuracy is, like, fucking phenomenal. And so, yeah, I've been getting into that again this this week. It's just been... Because, of, again, and I will fully admit it, it's Fallon Sherrock that is intriguing me because I will I will predict before she is 34, she will win a world title in a men's tournament. In the men's sort of bracket that's usually known for the men rather than the women's world title. That's my prediction because she's getting better and better and better. And it's not a case of Sky Sports are that uh, trying to act, act like Lewis Hamilton to her how they used to be in Formula One, where it's just Lewis this, Lewis this, Lewis this, Lewis this. And I think if they don't stop that, that's detriment to her because, yes, she is fucking amazing. And the more she plays against top players in the world and hangs with them, then obviously the the, the, the sort of the gimmick almost of, I let me some women in the, in the men's tournaments and she's winning. It, it, that, that will lose its shine. And it will be Fallon Sherrock against this man, and anyone is is capable of winning. And it would it it will be less of oh look, it's a woman in there more than this is a one one great player against another one. And I think the great thing I like about darts as a sport is that like exactly what you said, like there there is no like it is as much as it is a level playing field. Let's let's because let's be honest. You can talk about a lot of other sports. We'll talk about like the physical differences differences between men and women. It's it's minute if not doesn't exist in darts because it's about how good you can arc a arc a piece of metal. <laughs> yeah, I would say the ones that are really on level for a level playing field are darts, snooker, pool, esports. Mm-hmm. I would say non-winter Olympic sports, that's the level playing fields right there. I mean, I'll be honest, and this may sound a little bit misogynistic on my part, and if it if it is, I do apologize unreservedly, but I wouldn't want to see uh the Chicago Bears play the female equivalent at American football. Fuck no. Huh. That just feels very, very wrong to me, you know, that that's <clears throat> Yeah, there's just that, I, I, but that, the rest of it, boom, go for it. I, the, I'm, I am all for when we have the first female football player, whether they are whatever position they play. Because I, I look at the, that game and I go, well, obviously, what's a position that a female can obviously play? Let's take, let's take the easy, let's take the easy route here, kicker, punter. Immediately, yeah. you could have a female do that, just as good, if not better than mo- than most than some males. But I look at wide receiver as a position where they could definitely play quarterback. The other thing, too, is we also have to talk about is that we we speak about male and female. Um, I'm excited for the first trans 
football player. That's what I want to see. I'm, I think I'm, I'm excited for any of that. I mean, like, I know we have homosexual football players. I'm excited for the first LGBTQ trans football player. I think that's, I think that's a great thing. Cause you look at those kind of sports and especially when you talk about, you talk about the, the summer and the winter Olympics, um, because that line is getting so blurred, they're having problems with like, should they be running in the female events or the male events? I'm just excited for the day where it's just like, we just, they're just running in the events and then they can just be like, this is the times. And you know, these, you know, then you can, then you can qualify whatever way you want. But like, you know, I'm excited to see, you know, the first, I'm excited to see the first trans player play in the, in the prem. I would be great. That that would be awesome. Because again, it shouldn't come down to the gender that they, they feel they actually are. Skill and ability. Exactly that. Exactly. And, 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 and the other thing too, like there's nothing, there's nothing in these professional leagues, maybe cricket, just because cricket's just a snodgy toity toity old game. And I'm pretty sure you would agree with that. Will it is the most upper class hoity toity game of all upper class hoity toity games. Um, Polo and croquet as, as the ones slightly harder than that. Then you come down to like cricket. Yeah. Yeah. But that's also, but where, where on that barometer sits polo? Because you need a horse. Oh, that's that's the that's that's the top. Like, there you go. All did right. you guys and then horse racing as well? Horse racing should be up there. Like, for, what is the Formula One too? But the thing is, but the thing is, dude, Formula One's already had the gender barrier broken a couple times. Yeah, but it's not in the thing. Me, um, it, it's it's not it's not there yet as in a a full time. Uh, female driver signed for true but they've had it they, they've had that ceiling broken they haven't had that I'm, in other leagues i know there's a transgender uh esports racer good because she went up against um jimmy broadbent in a tournament jim great jim his 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 racing partner was was uh did gender new had a was not I don't know the term. Non binary. Non binary. Thank you. Non binary. Which I think was awesome. I mean, they, they couldn't have stuck her with a with a better degenerate than Jim than Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Bionic Hi God, welcome in. This is the Game One Player Sale podcast, and we haven't started the introductions yet because we have been deep in conversation that we thought, awesome. you know what, fuck it, let's start the gaming podcast. podcast. I actually awesome. I actually We're have been doing podcasts. Well, yeah, we're, we 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 just spent the past half hour talking about sports. We're a gaming podcast. We are a gaming podcast. <laughs> Actually, we're we're talking about. Of course, we have to remind this too. Okay, video like, game we, podcast. We have to folks. do this every week for the past like two months, like last year. <laughs> it's been video game podcast, folks. I actually has I actually have two in the James ask English people about England questions um, that have come up in my daily life that I need to ask. Uh, first thing first. Crisp sandwich, yes, is it's, it's a, a thing. It's a thing. It's a good like potato chips, two pieces of bread. of bread. Yep, bread two and butter. Yeah, butter usually butter. Yeah, usually butter. Um, I'm not sure if anybody else uses anything else like ketchup or anything because I don't know about that. But yeah, no, usually it is crisps in between two pieces of pieces of bread for a crisp sandwich. Okay, because I was trying to tell people like I used to ha- eat. A crisp sandwich when I was younger. Take potato chips between two piece slices of white bread 
And I put ranch dressing, which I think would be called American sauce in the UK, on it instead of butter. Yes, fair enough. But I, so <laughs> uh, I was, I was trying, We would do, um, we would do on a grilled cheese. So we would, we would put cheese instead of, uh, any of that, and we would, we would grill it. And just a grilled and we would put chips with it. Grilled, grilled chip crisps, crisp sandwich. But yeah, that was, that was something we had to like, I was trying to explain like, oh yeah, they do a crisp sandwich over there. What's that? I'm like, it's potato chips between two pieces of bread. They're like, no, it's not a thing. I'm like, it's, it's a thing. Like, I'm pretty sure most people yeah. in England have had, like, that's been a staple of their diet was a crisp sandwich. Um, the, the, obviously, the debate then becomes what kind of crisps. Uh, I'm a firm believer, and you probably don't have them in the UK, but ruffles. Anything with ruffles in it. Flat potato chips, just regular potato chips, fuck them. Ruffles. Ridges. All right, let, let's ask the chat. Which There's a lot of um, lays over here. <laughs> Well, lay, yeah, lays, lays over here is called walkers. Walkers, but I think I think ruffles are called ruffles over there, right? It's the other brand. McCoys, maybe they probably because they're ridged, aren't they? They're like really ridged. Yeah, let me see. Rippled. Ruff, yeah, they're called ruffles. They're by Frito-Lay. Ruffles chips in the UK. Yeah, they're called ruffles. Hey. <laughs> oh, oh no, uh, uh, Lay's Max or Lay's Max. Some countries uh, are called Walker's Max. Yeah, there you go. Because there used to be a crisp factory not far from where I live called Golden Wonder. So, thank you. I am. I, I may have a crisp sandwich today. Um, because I, also Branston sauce. Branston pickle. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So it's. So it's relish. I mean, you had brown sauce here, which I guess is similar, maybe? I don't know people can, you know, correct me because I'm probably wrong. Because when I, without me, I'm food shy. I'm food shy. I don't mind admitting it. <laughs> well, you, you, you know more about this than, than I do. Pickled onion sandwiches. Uh, uh, oh, Monster Munch. Oh, man. A, if a, you've never tasted Monster Munch, Christian James, you've got to have I mean, a pickled onion sandwich sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I usually have them on roast beef sandwiches with horseradish, pick pickled onions. Hey, I'm not I'm normally a pickled onion, but a flavor on crisps is just making my mouth water right now. It's like, yeah, you want a crisp sandwich now, don't you? <laughs> I, 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 no, I just want a packet of mo Monster Munch pickled onion crisps. Because, oh. Yeah, it's it's so like that was just, just. Oh, chef kiss. Just trying to explain to people, like, yeah, it's like, it's like, too, and the thing is, too, like, I imagine, and from what I've heard, the crisp sandwiches, it's not like, you don't go out and you get, like, kind of some kind of bougie bread. You get, like, the cheapest store-bought bread that you can find, which for us is called Wonder Bread. It's 99 cents a loaf, and it's white bread. Wonder Bread, they call it bread. Yeah. <laughs> or is it, or, or is it James May on Food Tribe would call it? It's the it's this it's the it's the standard issue. It's the uh, what what the heck do you do they call it? It's the county issued standard bread that we lived on during the, like during the war <laughs> with the Lurpak spreadable butters that was that was created in 1901, um, and then crisps. It's like, yeah, so you just get the, it's like, you don't get good ingredients for a crisp sandwich. It is just that. And I'm all for that because that's the kind of comfort food I'm into. Once it again, works. 
it just works. It just works. And like I said, we have some weird fucked up shit here in uh in America. Some like food that doesn't make any sense. Uh probably to you guys. Um but I also saw a fish a fish and chips sandwich, which is fish fingers, chips. And I'm see, u- uh, using the UK version of chips. See, here's the thing. I, I, I know there's a thing called a chip butty, which is chips in, in you know, in bread. I also know there's a fish finger sandwich of fish fingers in bread, but I've never heard of both yeah, in see, one. You, you see, you go to the chippy, you get yourself some chips, right? Mm-hmm. So you do that, a layer of chips, layer of fish fingers, mm-hmm. ketchup on both sides, toasted bread, cut. Uh, well i never apparently it's james may's favorite sandwich (laughs) i'm just saying this because like once again james goes through and watches like all of this food shit and then goes like i need i have a i literally have lists here of shit that i write down where like i need to ask will about this (laughs) i have lists i create be like i need to ask our local england expert about half this shit so that i don't feel like i'm an idiot Next year when you're over here. Oh yeah, I when I you. when I come over, yeah. uh, we're gonna have to go for a cheeky Nando's, aren't we? Oh, we're yeah, no, uh, yes, we're gonna have to. I I've already told Kim. I'm like, I hope they have Pepto Bismol and Imodium yes. over in the UK yes. because I have a yep. feeling that my bowels are gonna be stressed to the fucking limit with the amount of food <laughs> that people are gonna make me. Eat. Because let's <laughs> will let's be honest, we, the the amount of area we have to go to has expanded. Like London is a thing. And yep, I have to London's, go to Cor- have to yep, go to Corby. Have to come up here so we can go to a match. And then I have to go to Inverkeithing. I have to go to Scotland yep. now. We all know that. Mm-hmm. I have to go to Scotland. Yep. And Kim's just looking at me. And I think Kim's family are in York. Mm-hmm. York and outside of Manchester. It's like there. I mean, like I have to go basically all over the country. Which, you know, probably takes a bit, you know. York, you go, go Tracker, meet us in York, will you? <laughs> so you can meet Tracker 57, because he's around that area. Um, Maybe last Lisa as well, because she's not too far from that area. I'm not saying exactly where they are. Um, Bionic JT's not too far from there either. Yeah, you can get, what? get a train. Wild. Get a train I, I, no, I'm taking public transport. I'm an American. I drive on the right side of the road. All right? Yes, right, right. Here, here's how you can do this, right? <laughs> London first, fly to London. Yeah, meet up. Come up to Corby, right? Because you get the train from London to Corby directly. Yep. Very nice. Then you can go from Corby to York. It's a bit of a hassle changing trains and stuff, but you can do it. It's fine. And then from York, you can go up to, I believe, Edinburgh, Glasgow area, to go to Inverkeithing. And then fly to Manchester. Boom. If fly to Manchester, you go, Oi, JW, around. Because <laughs> he's right. not there. <laughs> Just, just like thinking about like just like all of like the areas I have to go to. Kim's just like I'm not gonna see you. And like we have fa- my family after me. I, like, hey, listen, I can't help the fact that we know a lot of people in England. I'm like, we can probably couch surf <laughs> for the half of it. Because <laughs> she's like, oh, we can go to hostels. I'm like, okay, yeah, hostels. But I'm not in my twenties anymore. <laughs> Airbnb it. Yeah, Airbnb it. Mm. But yeah, no, it, it, food, like there's been there's been a food thing. So like when I was there the first time, because believe it or not, I have pullets, uh, uh, pullets. I mean, photos of the last time I out there, we pulled them all out. Um, yeah. I think we were in Yenisekud was in was where we were in uh, Wales. Right. 
Um, Bene- sorry, Benesikud. It, it starts with a C, but there's a B. Welsh. Um, so we're in Benesikud in Welsh, in Welsh, Wales. Same difference, dragon. Um, but I realized something. When, uh, when I was over there, like, I didn't understand fish and chips were a thing until, like, the last day I was there. And I was like, fuck, I've been missing out on fried food this entire time? What the fuck's wrong with me? Basically, I've been eating beans, canned beans the entire time. Um, also, also pie. Like, when yep. they're like, do you want a pie? And I was like, I don't want a pie. I'm like, now I'm sitting going, like, meat pies look fucking amazing. Meat pies, sausage rolls. Like, I'm sitting there going, like, there's a lot of food that, like, I would look nowadays and be like, fuck, I'd fuck with a meat pie. I'd fuck hard with a meat pie. <laughs> so Greg's and Nando's, that's a, that's a staple whatever, when you're over. Yep, Greg's, I mean, uh, uh, meat pie, and also probably kebabs, because I understand mm-hmm. kebab and curry. Got to have a curry. Because we have curry here, but I don't think curry here versus curry in England is a different thing. Mainly because, like, you know, was a colony. You probably have, like, we have, we have, we don't have as many Indian expats in our, in the United States. I mean, there is good curry and we'll, and Chris will attest there is, there is good curry. Um, Also, like, do I need to go to like Tesco's and get a prawn sandwich? I have a feeling like that's also a rite of passage, even though I don't like prawns. Probably. Isn't it? Is it? It's weird. I'm sitting here like listing stuff off, and our American listeners are like, "What the fuck is he saying?" Tesco prawn sandwich. (laughs) You have to go to Sea Life as well while you're there, right? I know you've probably seen a load of this shit before, but but then you can do what I did and stand between a large pair of knockers. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) and make Robin roll her eyes at me. When she realized what I was doing. And you can make Letitia <laughs> when she realized what I was doing. Because want the same. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I am Lottie Maker. That gentleman up there is James Atkinson. And above me, oh, it's the Coffee Night. Video. Oh, it's me. Game Hi. Podcast. <laughs> so let's get on with it. Let's, we've had the fun and games. Now let's get a bit serious for the moment because uh, there has been more developments uh, with Activision being the shitty company that is shitty. Um, <laughs> they have basically had a walkout this week from their employees saying, we've had enough of this. Bobby Kotick must go. And I can understand their bit because in 2006, he was caught harassing, harassing someone, one of his assistants. Um, is the... The fact that he threatened them to kill them by just doing something. Uh, Namco is closed to Wild Rose. It's not there anymore. Hasn't been there in about half a year. Um, but so, yeah. So that was that was um, real shitty behavior on his part. But get this. Their policy of zero tolerance that they've, they've, they've instigated apparently doesn't concern him. It's one rule for him, another rule for the rest of them. With the board behind him. Which is pretty shitty behaviour, in my opinion. Now, Sony, uh, Jim Ryan and Phil Spencer have actually come out on this and went, well, that's not great behaviour at all. Xbox has gone so far as to say to their staff, we are looking at re-evaluating our relationship with Activision. Now... This could mean anything. 
this could potentially mean that they're telling Activision they are no longer going to advertise them. They're not going to sell their games until something is done. If that's the case, that's big. You know what you did. It's 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 laughable, and we were to, to bring back a point that we spoke about um, before the show started because we've we've already had this debate before the show started, so it's almost like we prepped. Um, I had been watching a, an unhealthy amount of Moist Critical, like an unhealthy amount. He's great. He's great. I like him a lot. But he was playing Pokemon last night, and they brought and they were like his chat was trying to get him to talk about EA and, and like talk about all the stuff, and he finally just went. You know, I know what I hate EA's business plan. I hate their business practices. I hate their monetization models with a lot of their games, but at least they're not from what I've heard. Cause he has friends who work for EA's like, you know, they're not actively molesting their employees and like, it's a decent place to work. So it's at the point now where we have to judge video game companies on like, not on the products that they create, but on how they treat their employees. And yeah. it's less like, this is where we're at. It's horrible, isn't it? It is. I mean, at least when you worked for Hato Kojima in the Metal Gear Solid games, like, you know, you're thinking like, oh, he was a tough taskmaster and stuff like this. I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, like, he made the development team go through tactical training for Metal Gear Solid 2. So, that, like, they knew how they do breach and clears. I'm like, so he was literally training his employees how to fight back against being, you know, any unwanted attentions. So that's positive. But it's, this is, this is, this is, it's, it's comical at this point. It is absolutely fucking comical that, that this, that things have gotten to this. And it just, I guess like we've, we've all kind of sworn off Blizzard products, Blizzard and activation products, like, and then they come out with Call of Duty and it's, and it's a shit game. It's not good. Like it is the most cut and paste Call of Duty of all time. And yeah. like, they're like, oh, but we've got mm -hmm. Laura Bailey. Everybody loves Laura Bailey. I'm like, yeah, yep. but not even she can save this. And like, no, she, she's literally there for a paycheck, guys. Yeah. <laughs> like you, like, but say what you say, what you will about Laura Bailey and wanting a paycheck. But I think Critical Role and like the stuff she does through that Critical Role is a whole nother animal I don't want to get into. Um, but like, you know, the, she does good foundation. You know, she does good work. And like, you know, she has done okay. Like Gears 5 was not a good game, but she was good in it. But this is this is just this is just sick, disgusting, and absolutely comical that like I mean it's Randy Pitch Randy Pitchford is a part of this. <laughs> Isn't Gearbox owned by Activision? No. Oh. No. At least I guess he's, he's, he's just sleazy and creepy in his own way. He's just taking notes. That's what he's doing. And then putting his porn pictures on like files that he leaves in, nope. in cafes and stuff. <laughs> it's, 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 this is just. God, who, who runs their HR? Like, that's my big thing is just like, 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 see, like, do you have human resources? Does it exist for your company? <laughs> like, it exists, but it only exists for their, their, their shareholders, their upper management. Uh, same, same with Ubisoft. Ubisoft not in the clear. No, nope. do not think because I saw this. I saw um, Black Friday sales on, um, and they went, "Oh, you can get Watchdog Legion for fifteen quid." I'm like, 
Yeah, I would, but you know that that Ubisoft keeps still harassing their their employees, and they've done fuck all about it. So, no, they're not getting it, even at fifteen quid. They want to give me that fucking game for free. I will look at it and go, you know what? Nah, you keep it. It was the best part about all this. <laughs> CD Projekt Red looking pretty good right now. <laughs> all they all they had was get was crunch time. All they did was crunch, <laughs> right? All they did was. It's yeah, I mean, under the pressure of the deal. fans. <laughs> we caused that problem. It was it was crunch, but it was under the yeah. That's 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 on us. That's not on them. That's on us. Uh, by the way, they were perfectly Legends, content to keep plugging. League of Legends developers a little bit harassing to people as well, so we got to keep an eye on that. Well, yeah, League. Well, <laughs> that's not new. That's not new. That's not new. League is a cesspool. <laughs> <laughs> You, Will, you've been in there. You've right. seen, the, you've seen chat and League. I've seen League. I haven't seen the chat, fortunately. I haven't been in there that deep yet. Good. Don't. Don't <laughs> no, ever look at the unfortunately, chat. Unfortunately. That's fortunately. Don't, you don't want to be in there. Don't. Yeah. Don't go. It is. Can I avoid that when trying to rank up when I eventually get back to it? <laughs> yeah, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I should have everything loaded and patched, so we should be good to go uh, if you wanted to play uh, shortly yeah. after. Um, not this week, because I'm still sort of vacationing, but yeah, from like Monday, Tuesday onwards, because I'm taking time away from pretty much streaming and gaming and being online as much as possible for the past few days. Yeah. And, you know, it's been like, it's been fucking great. I, 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 I've said this on, um, the, you know, when I was streaming Mexico, uh, for Formula One, it's like, I miss people, I miss some of the people, but I don't miss streaming. But it's it's a weird thing. So taking this time away, where I mean, I'll be honest, this is the longest I've had my PC on all week. Other times, yeah, been- no, uh, like I feel that I've been. It's been very busy. It's been very busy. Um, I'm working on setting up something so that I can connect to my PC from more places and be able to do things uh, a little remotely. But because um, I've just been, I've been all over the place, whether it be at work or. Uh, uh, it, uh, elsewhere, I've just I haven't been home. <laughs> so I watched I watched the Indiana Jones series, yes, including Crystal Skull, which I, from the second viewing I was a bit more tolerable because when you look at it and you see the 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 uh, the them talking about the aliens in this in the film, it's kind of like well the Mayan sort of history and that was all based around the alien visitors wasn't it so you can kind of understand where it's linked to but it's still it's all like oh for fuck's sake <laughs> and then I, wa- and I also watched shoot em up which is like a fucking awesome film starring clive owen who is underrated as an actor in that yes yes the acting's hammy yes there's there's cheesy sort of sorts esque one-liners but the film is one where you can just sit back turn your brain off and just watch. So and just, do you know why the film is like that? The director has openly come out and said why. It's he he essentially says that Clive Owen's character he wanted to be almost like a live action da- uh uh rap uh Bugs Bunny. Like, that was the whole point, like him with the carrots. Like that's uh, kind yeah. of it. like he said like it, it it's a de- what what shoot 'em up is is a deconstruction of the of the action genre. He's just like. 
this came from like the fil- like the triple X days and stuff like that. So he's just like, what? What if I just make a live action Looney Tunes film, but just make it also an action movie? I mean, and, Paul Giamatti in that is just absolutely crazy. Yeah, the, it, it's like it's 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 one of those movies where they where they get like, and I don't like calling them this, but they get a lot of the B actors together and they make something that's just absolutely nuts, but Hell, great. Hard Target. Have you ever seen the film Hard Target? I might have. Jean Claude Van Damme likes. Oh, Lance. it is Jean Claude Van Damme. No. <laughs> Lance Henriksen, right? Basically what it is, it's 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 like they there's a group of people who go over the world, they hunt they do hunts to men, chase them down, kill them off. And they're they are poor, you know, bought and paid for by rich people to do this. Now, where this starts was there was a army veteran homeless guy who was hunted down, but he was the wrong person, he shouldn't have been hunted down. He had family daughter goes looking for him somehow gets Jean-Claude Van Damme's character involved with her to help her out find him he you know the the the, the group of villains catches her out catches his eye blah 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 bang bang they're all, all you know it, it it sort of links there it's a John Woo film right and it was Sam Raimi and Robert Tappart who also produced it these are like the ones who did Hercules and Xena and then you've got... Um, Let's not talk got, about Kevin Sorbo right now. Yeah. <laughs> Lucy Lewis. <laughs> but yeah, Kevin Sorbo, no. But, you know, the guy who's in there as well, Jock, the guy who played Joxar, he's in Hard Target. And as well, it's like when you see this stuff and you watch it back, you go, really? Like, for example, did, here's, here's a question for you guys, right? Here's a question for you and chat. Which Indiana Jones film was Dan Aykroyd in? Oh, I know this. Was he in the second one? Yes. Yeah. He was in Temple of Doom. Yeah, he was in Temple of Doom. He was I think he was part of like the party traveling to the hotel, right? If I'm no. not mistaken. Oh, he was one of the the the, the, the officials at the the um, runway when they're getting away from the the action at the at the casino bit. Let's see, sorry. I, I like I knew he was he there. On the plane. And I'm like that's Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah, so it's... Well, we've been yeah. discussing this here because Dune came out. How about let's talk about the amazing people who were in the 1984 Dune. Mm-hmm. Sting! Obviously, Sting, the best character. Any man who can, like, show up and rock a fucking leather thong like that, you know, more power to him. But, like, Number one, hey, Dave, David Lynch's second movie, his second movie. Dune was the second movie he ever made. So let's let's start there. Um, but Kyle McLaughlin is Paul Atreides. Uh, Patrick Stewart. Kyle McLaughlin, obviously, of Sex in the City. He was in that. A lot of stuff there. Um, Twin Peaks. Gives the FBI agent Twin Peaks. Twin Peaks. Linda Hunt is in it. You've known her for tons of stuff. Um, God almighty. Sting, Patrick Stewart, uh, Jurgen Perchow was in it. He was in Das Boot, but you've, he's been like the evil dude in just tons of shit. Judge Dredd, he was the bad guy. He was the one of the bad guys in. He was one of the judges. Um, or is it his father was really fr- is a famous actor too? Uh, 
Dugleto Atreides. I'm trying to find him. But just like one of the one of the bad guys, the henchman in Die Hard, was Vigo in in Ghostbusters too. Yeah, it's like what the hell? Uh, Duke Leto. Oh yeah, Duke Leto was was Jurgen Pershow. Yeah, that's who it was. It was uh, Jurgen Pershow. Just other crazy stuff. But yeah, but you think about like these guys when they were Clive Owen was in the Bourne movies. He was the one of the assassins to kill Jason Bourne in the end of the first one. Yeah. So, yeah. Video game podcast, folks. Video game okay. podcast. So, what have we been playing this week? What have you been playing, James? Oh, we're going to... I guess I have to do the thing, right? Because I have... have to do the thing. I mean, have... I could say that I played some Forza Horizon 5. Yeah. Chasing down people's, you know, road count that they've discovered and barns and all that shit. And it's, it's more Horizon, which is great. Uh, I, I played some Returnal. I started Returnal to see how that was like and that's all right you know not bad um uh i played a little bit more nascar heat 2 some solitaire and and then i did my run on formula one 2020 yesterday which i thought was a good time but again been beaten by jt and by you james yeah me by the skin of my teeth I mean, there's th- the three of us are in, in uh, sec- um, 1.5 temps of each other, so 0.15 temps. Very even midfield battle. Very even midfield battle. That's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Chris, what about you? What have you been playing? I've been doing a little bit of League. Oh. Uh, not much else. That's it. <laughs> I opened up Dark Souls 1 for the first time um, in, a, in a hot minute and uh, well the machine I was running on is not optimized it was really hard to get past the stupid dragon in the early bits because I was trying to go for a specific bonfire it di- I Dark Souls 3 stutter on me a little bit when I was playing it. I'm like, this is not a game you want stuttering on you. <laughs> no. And when it goes from 30 to 14 FPS, oh, uh, it's not easy. Have you guys seen, and this is one for Bionic if you're still in chat, uh, there is a mod that's out that a guy called Fighting Cowboy has been playing of Dark Souls 3. It's called Convergence. I know of convergence. Different bosses, different placement yep. of the bonfires, new sort of mm-hmm. the tree for magic is broken up into different sectors. Yeah, it's yeah it it looks it looks like a new fresh challenge. I think it's something that yourself, uh, Chris and JT would would probably rise to quite nicely. I have no comments. It's Dark Souls. We all know what my thoughts are on the game. I install it once a year to do extra life with it, and then I uninstall it afterwards. Ah, but Bionic, most of the good mods are blocked by your virus checker. That's what means they're good. Yeah, Rachel rolled in for <laughs> it. Which, by the way, people are at uh, Twitch London today. And London? Oh. Landan, yes. Landan. 
I mean, I kind of miss it, but kind of don't. I mean, the good the good thing was was meeting the people there. You know, seeing the other streamers there that I know of and hanging out with them. It's fantastic. The thing that I don't miss is the other part of the imposter syndrome that I have that I don't deserve to be there. I get that. I ask myself that the entire time when I turn on this podcast. I'm like, do I, do I deserve to be? Am I, should I be here? <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible thing when you're standing in a, in a rugby stadium and you've got people around here you don't know. And you think, these people are probably more successful than I am. And it's like, they would probably look down the nose at me. And they probably won't. They probably could care less. You know, <laughs> it's just another streamer to them. I like but, to think that, like, most, mo- most of like mm. the, the the most streamers would not would would not do that. Yeah. Cuz like cuz you'll have something in common. Now I'm not saying I'm going to throw out a name here once again. I haven't met him personally and I don't know what he is as a person. But something tells you like Ninja maybe. But like I mean some of the guys that I I watch, I know like if Co for instance, Co Carnage like if you walked yeah. up to him at like a Twitch con and went like, "Hey, you know, I really love watching your stuff," he would, if he could, he'd talk to you. Like he, he, I know, like in the previous like Twitch events, like he specifically rented out halls beyond Twitch, so like his, so like his fans or like the people who watch the streams and his mods and stuff could like all just hang out. And like there was like stuff talking about like he would, he was there like out of his own pocket, he did it, and then like he made it a point to try and talk to as many people as possible. Like people were sitting down and eating. It's like, it's like a wedding reception. He didn't stop talking to people. Like he went and he, cause he wanted to make sure he didn't ask people for money. There was no tickets. Like he had to give out tickets because like the fire marshal would only let so many people in the building. But like, yeah, he's like, I, I he felt like he wanted to make sure that I do that. But like any like mid, any of like the streamers that are not on the first two pages of the Twitch leak, <laughs> I think would be okay. Like Charlie, I think uh, Moist Critical Panger Zero would be all right with it. I, I, that's the thing, like, because you think it's kind of weird, but like, and it's the celebrity thing, but they're people, like yeah. the rest of us. Like, obviously, like some of them put on an act, like Doctor Disrespect. Obviously, like that's that's a thing. That's definitely an act, but. You told me that like any of these people like would not want to like would not take the time to sit and talk to you for a couple minutes if they didn't have anything else to to go. Yeah. And the other thing you also have to realize is that as much as we're all streamers, we're also fans of other streamers and the most cases that like we mm-hmm. would you build your community and a lot of the times your communities intersect a lot. So that's a thing and like it's bad on you. Now we're getting into a little bit corporate talk, but it's bad on you as a streamer to not talk and be nice to other streamers because you don't know on a business level if that's the next person to blow up with the next big game and your communities interlock. And then he all of a sudden goes, yeah, I went to go meet such and such and he was a fucking dick to me. That can, that's a bad, that that can ruin your revenue. Cause you kill. That can yeah. kill you. I mean, unless unless you're like unless you have Sims, then 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 you know that's a different story. It's a whole, but that's that. But then you're in a different model in a different area. Um, but that's the thing. Like as a business decision, like as a streamer, as a business, 
it is bad for you to be mean to other streamers because you never know. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, again, it boils down to what we said weeks ago when Cat was on the show, and it it it's treat people how you expect to be treated yourself. Now, I I will imagine and I will guess that a lot of people there would have imposter syndrome as well. Yeah, it's probably just as scared to talk to you as you are to talk to them. Yeah, because they don't know what I'm like and I don't know what they're like. I mean, Nietzsche, a friend of Rachel, she's very nervous lately, but she's very sweet, you know. Um, and then you got Rachel herself. I fan uh, fanboyed over Rachel the first time I met her. And then when we went to meet Catstrike, Rachel was fangirling over her. <laughs> so so you, you see this this it's like links and stuff, and it's like, but because she wanted to meet Rachel, I was determined to help make that happen. And I'm glad I did. Yeah. And I bet your Rachel was lovely. Hmm. Rachel's. It just goes to show you, like, it's, it, it doesn't matter how big or small you are. It's like, you just, you build a community to be nice. You should be nice. If you're not nice, why are you on Twitch? And if it's because you play COD, then I understand. Because, you know, you're, you're most COD, some COD players are jerks. All CSGO players, Why? Why? Team Fortress 2 players, God bless you. <laughs> God bless you. You're doing God's work. <laughs> if you're still playing TF2. Uh, it, it's 50-50 out there. Yeah, exactly. Well, it, it's because, no, because they're, they're, if you're playing TF2, that means you're fighting against the wall of bots. And God bless you. <laughs> true, true. Um, Yeah, weird. So, yeah, Twitch London. I get it. But at the same time. I know, I know with you guys, and I know with me, I, me personally, like, I'm not ready for that level of, like, social interaction with large groups of people yet. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like, let's get, let's get the COVID numbers down. I went to a Patriots football game, and, mm. like, that was, like, too much for me. And it was because, like, and, I'm, and, like, you know, you're sitting in the stands, you're sitting in your seats, you've got masks on, we wore masks during the game, but at, like, the same time... I'm like, I don't know any of these people from anybody else. They're not requiring you to have a COVID shot to get into this place. Exactly. I'm 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 just about okay with this health walk that I do. I mean, there was ten other people around us yesterday. But you're two meters. You guys but like you can you can keep two meters, right? It's need be, but it's outdoors, so yeah. you know it's it's not even needing to be that so but it's always it's 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 there it's just get the numbers down and then yeah and then, we'll, then i'll be a bit more comfortable with being in a bigger group you i've know? never really been g- good in like big places with lots of people because i i don't like my social my space violated i'm one of the i'm one of those people unless unless i know you I'm not good with like people getting close to me because it's just like who are who, and like going into a stadium is just like well, I guess I'm grinding on this guy now because I, I, used, I used to be like that. I really did used to be like that. If like if anybody used to give me a hug, I used to be like, "What are you after?" Well, no, you it's know? it's not that. It's just like, oh, we're hugging now. Okay, it's it's yeah. it's, it's more like that kind of thing. Like, oh, this is a thing we're doing. Okay, great. Okay, well, hug. Yeah, that's. Especially when you meet somebody for the first time, it's just like, okay, like, oh, you're the, you're the you're the girlfriend of my friend of my best friend. Great, do 
do I hug you? Is like a firm handshake, like a pat on the head. <laughs> like where where Not do we? Belly in front of you, I I just just like do I slap Chris in the face? I don't know. It's like have a great one. Slap. What's that? It's fine. Don't worry about it. We do it all the time. I don't. I don't know. And then Kyle. No, I, mean, I mean, I think. I think. Um, when you're meeting people for the first time, I think a handshake is the best option. Because you know, when whenever I used to meet and greet with Eurogamer. Um, and their bit. It was always a case of I know Ian, I know Eva, so, so hugs are there, right? After uh, with Zoe when she was first joined with them, it was a handshake because I don't know her. <laughs> Literally, nothing's in my wallet, so you just you're just making it easier for me to walk around with corn. <laughs> Fucking take the change out of my pocket! I beg you. I hate walking with change. The penny is the stupidest piece of currency there is. And the worst part is that we can't mm-hmm. stop using it because stopping minting pennies is going to cost more than actually using fucking pennies. Mm. But yes, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's kind of the, the way I got the rule of thumb about it because, again, it's, it's that personal space thing. I mean, some people, you know, don't like the tactile contact, and that's fine. Like I say, I... I, ha- I I didn't used to like it, and then it was a, a point that just the, just the doors just went flew open. It's like, oh, fair enough, fuck it. So, it just yeah, seems through for me. It's like like at a cut, like because they're like, oh yeah, Twitch London. I'm like, okay, Twitch London. It's like a bunch of Twitch streamers. That's fine. If you said like Twitch Con, I'm like, mm, Con though. We all know mm. Con. Mm. Um. There was also a thing like when you're posing for someone with someone for a picture, hover hands or not? Hover hands, always hover hands. See again, it depends who it is. No hands, zero hands. I I am always hover hands. See, I hover hands to them. Hmm. If they touch me, whatever. I mean, hmm. I did have Stephen Lynch grab my ass, but that's also because I like Stephen Lynch, the musical comedian, and like, okay, I get it, but I didn't didn't touch them and i had to, i had him and his partner on either side of me and i put my arms out and i didn't shoulder or anything i just put my arms out and that's also because like <laughs> reference back to <laughs> reference back to um to activision blizzard here <laughs> just reference back to that if you hover hands there's just no way there's just not a problem i just don't put my arms out i don't put i don't i don't my arms are at my sides. Look at Keanu Reeves. Look at every picture Keanu Reeves has taken with a with a with an attractive woman. Mm-hmm. It's hover hands. He Jesus poses. I mean, he looks like Jesus. <laughs> he looks like BG Jesus. But yeah. He, yeah, he that's what he does. Cause he he doesn't know them from anybody else. But I also think that's because he's a legitimate nice person and like he's just, just like I don't know them. I don't know their situation, but I would go would like to take the picture with them. So I do this. Yeah, hover hands. Always hover hands. I'm yeah. Unless like the person like repositions themselves and like okay, we're doing this now and it's okay. I'm always I always hover hands. Especially if it's a celebrity. Like if I'm getting my picture taken with like like a celebrity celebrity, it, they probably have had a million people. Like especially if like they're at like a meet and greet kind of event and that's like the thing. Like 
how many people have already done this and how many done that? Especially, it's just like, it's just, I think it's just a polite and nice thing to do. Be like, listen, if they want to like, like, okay, but if like you go in there like, okay, but let's get in close and do this. Like, okay, so we're really doing like the hug thing. Then it's okay. But always start hover hands. Funny thing was one of the last times I met up with John mm-hmm. Robertson after his show, he was still in his dark room gear. And it was like, he comes in for a hug, but he goes, be careful of the, of the spikes. Because he didn't want me hurt on the on his shoulder pads, which was glorious. It's like, oh, you, you sir, you sir, not much. Yeah. Con proper <laughs> proper etiquette with Tig Whippies. That's that's today. What not to do? What to do? Hover hands. Don't molest your employees. <laughs> kind of running the gambit on this one today, folks. Yes, yeah, and th- yeah. and and this right. This is three straight white men telling you. <laughs> Don't be a cunt to others. Yeah. Uh, it's a bold assumption. Yeah. It's a bold assumption. <laughs> just, just no that matter you're making here, my friend. What, what, what's rule six? <laughs> what's rule chat rule six? Two two straight white men. We'll we'll preface that. <laughs> I gender identify as a potato. <laughs> so one of us is a robot. And nobody has guessed who was wearing the pants. We've got Halo No one has guessed that. Ready to go. I usually don't swing around the buy card, but I got to preface this. If you're if we're clearing out, you know, three straight men. No, there's, there's only two here. Three, three bearded white human beings. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's, that yeah, works. yeah. Right. That works. That. that works for me. That works for me. And like I tell people all the time, I I am I am heterosexual, but if Keanu Reeves winked at me, I would really test that theory. <laughs> like, <they're, laughs> like Jude Law from ten years ago, or or Jeff Goldblum for you. I oh, think. J- yeah, Jeff Goldblum now. <laughs> Fucking a. Absolutely. Abs- <laughs> like no question. I couldn't be. I, I would be like an. I would be like a player going into an NBA game. that would taking my pants off that fast. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> go. Except, except the weirdest part is, is that you, I imagine with Jeff Goldblum, there's like no coitus involved. It's just like cuddling to jazz music while drink, drinking whiskey. <laughs> James, that, yeah. That's an oddly specific vision you have there. Have you thought about this? Listen, when you've been in a relationship with the same girl for eleven years. Like these conversations come up and you need to know where the line is. So we have a fairly, we have a very clearly defined line. <laughs> it is, it is drawn in the sand with big red. Like we know, like there is the line. Wait, now hang on. Have you, ha- have you guys got the list? Oh, absolutely. We had the list back in like year one. Now for people who are young enough, you know, old enough to be listening to this, but young enough to not know what the list is. Now, Couples, uh, over time, are allowed a list of people that they can sleep with and get away with it, where it will not ruin their relationship, marriage, etc., etc. But it has to be famous people. Not it, it's 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 not a list of like sleep with and get away with. It's more like sleep. It's like list that you have consent to sleep with. Like there is open consent. Like mm-hmm. for for I can tell you for me, one of them is Jennifer Lawrence. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And guess what? And Kim also has Jennifer Lawrence. And I am complete like I am completely okay with that. The only the only rule 
we have on both of our list is uh, play by play. <laughs> Afterwards, you have to describe. It's a nice dinner. Wow, he's <laughs> There's been a red card, Chris Kamara, but for who? I don't know, Jeff. <laughs> 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 and if you need a repeat of that and you're a sky q customer you can hit the red button to see the replay <laughs> we broke will. i finally did it i finally did it, it took a, took me six years i got him <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we got him amazing <laughs> This is so how is that what you've been playing, James? <laughs> I created a trailer. I created a trailer. Oh. Yeah. Video games. So what have I been playing? <laughs> Besides some 20 questions and creating a list with Kim. <laughs> I have created a trailer. Of a thing. Which will go live and we'll post in the Twitters and stuff. But you all get to see it first. Yes, I need to do the thing as well after the show. Yep. So... First things, head off. first things first, mm. bang, here it is. Oh, look, Extra Life is right in the middle of it. We should probably hide that. <sighs> Corn, I'm going to replay that thumbs up for you because uh, it's been blocked for this. Enjoy this teaser. was oddly quiet. But yeah, guess what's back? January 1. God, I have to edit databases. This sucks. Uh, Football Manager 2021-2022 will be starting January 1. Nice. For, for like the two people that give a shit about it. <laughs> <laughs> um... It's already got higher production values than literally anything I've done in the last two years. And I created that's the opening. That's a lot more than what I've ever done in the past six. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's what you've been playing, yeah? Yeah, just a lot of football manager. Just a metric shit ton of football manager. Because I'm also yeah. playing through the previous save to, to beat it. And um, yeah, things are going pretty good. Um, if you saw the Discord message, people, um, I have we've, we we beat Bayern Munich in our group, uh, twenty, and we had a goal difference of twenty seven goals. I think we've played a total of twenty six matches, and we've conceded seven goals. Wow, that's that's a very very good rate. Yeah, we're 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 crushing things, but yeah. Um, That'll be video soon because I'm not doing it like I was. I'm just, we're speed running this season. 
But yeah, and then I've got Football Manager 2022. I've also have a save in Wales that I've been playing on my own. And I was like, I should create videos about this. And then I tried to, and then I looked at like the teams that like how the words are pronounced in Welsh. I'm like, mm -mm, nope, not going to do this. No, the, the league is a CYU. How do you say that in Welsh? Like what, what word is that? <laughs> we're the Cum, I think we're the Cum Ancients, the Cum Druids. And our nickname is the Ancients. And we play at The Rock. Is the name of the wow. stadium. So immediately, like, The Rock. So, of course, it's just Sean Connor going, The Rock. Right? You smell what that's cooking. Exactly. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> um, so there's that. And I'm sitting there going, like, what's also funny about Wales is that there's only one professional team in Wales. In the Welsh League. There, there are professional teams in Wales, but in the Welsh league, it's the New Saints. So wow. everybody else is semi-pro. So you have to try and beat the New Saints and get into Europe as a semi-pro team. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. Fair enough. So we shall go to uh, our pimp house and shout outs. First of all, thank you all for so far for the money we have raised for Extra Life. Hopefully I can give details of when I will be doing my run soon-ish. But yeah, that, that's, that's a soon-ish um there's also it looks like there's progress being made on nascar 21 ignition so a brick driving left could be coming soon as well which is good that, that might be fun uh also chat as usual you have been an absolute delight with us today thank you so much for once again putting up with our inane bollocks <laughs> and of course i have Video to say thank game podcast <laughs> <laughs> How about you guys? We got we got for us. I mean, just thanks for all you guys for being here. It's been a it's it's been a it's a good time. And guess what? We've got some crazy shit coming up soon, Will and everybody. We have to discuss. Um, oh, mainly that. So, Will, when do we normally do these podcasts? Uh, Saturday afternoon. Okay, I would like us to take a, a take a quick look into the future. Um, Mainly in the third week of December. Okay. December 25th is a Saturday. <laughs> oh, gee. Okay. I, do, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, mm -hmm. I don't know if we're going to be doing a, um, a Christmas Day podcast. Yeah, we may have to look at that and go someday else. Like, you know, now, a, a week from that is January 1st. 2022 on a saturday yeah. now a new year's day podcast that, that's that's yeah that's more more doable i mean that's like if you want to talk about the year wrap-up show like <laughs> what better day to do it on than january one <laughs> no worries go on you go and enjoy afterlife enjoy afterlife everybody enjoy what you're doing today um mm -hmm. I'm going to borrow the Swift's motto for this one. I've been James. That's been Will. He's been the coffee night. And remember, it's not how good you are. It's how good you want to be. We'll see you guys in the next podcast. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. I should actually do the fun button. Bye-bye.
funk. 